Welcome back to Best Friends Battle Rivals. Uh, here with my co-hosts, Mike and Robert. How are we doing today? Great. We here. <laughs> I love hearing your updates, Robert. It's great. <laughs> so I have not been doing the number one thing you should do on a show, and that is giving uh, addresses to where you could find our other content, which right now it's just me. I'm sure... Robert, when he gets closer to football, he'll probably do some. And well, Mike is, uh, we might have to kidnap his uh, son and get him to start doing Tennessee updates for Mike. But uh, on Instagram, you can find uh, a Florida Gator page that is based off this podcast, but I mainly go over Florida stuff at RJ Southern 32. And the same thing on Twitter, but it's RJ underscore. Southern 32, S-O-U-T-H-A-R-D. All right, before we get into meat and potatoes of this, so last week I super-duper, super-trashed the Chattanooga Mocs. We were talking about uh, Tennessee finding a spot for spring practice, and I said probably next thing they're going to be doing, spending their weekend losing. Two days later, they go and win their tournament and get a spot in the NCAA tournament. So I apologize. I am sorry. I take it back. I apologize. All right. You, now that you, I, was, you was just reverse jinxing them. I know what you was doing. Right? <laughs> have you – I don't – I'm sure you didn't, but have you heard how that game ended? The Or they chunked up a shot right after the buzzer and won it? Yeah, yeah. half-court yeah. shot. Oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> crazy, crazy yep. way to win it. Win it. That's called madness. Much madness. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, along uh, uh, and uh, the selection committee. That's that's madness. We'll get into that later. Oh yeah, I got a lot to talk about, especially Texas A and M. That yeah. okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't. Georgia we'll circle either. back to that. Uh, Somebody tell me why Georgia wasn't in it. Uh, <laughs> oh no, we'll talk about Florida. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Florida spring practice started yesterday. I mean, we only get 15 minutes to watch it, and it's just reporters and stuff. Haven't heard too much, but got to hear, hear uh, Billy Napier talk in a press conference. He looked like a little kid in a candy factory when they brought up Anthony Richardson, and he said that uh, he's fully recovered. You know, meniscus is good. He has no brace on. Uh, they're not going to make him do, like, two hardcore drills just to, to make sure, you know, he's healthy for the fall time. He said that uh, to see the arm that he had in person was was not what he would have uh, expected it to be. It was, it was a real good arm to throw. So that's good news. Uh, I still think that's going to be our day one quarterback. But – they asked him about Emory Jones, and he says he thinks that he's looking up from last year. Um, and I'll, honestly, I, I, like I said, I don't think he's he's going to be starting. Uh, they might find a way to get him like a two quarterback back set, or you know, wildcat or something with them. Other than that, either he's going to transfer out after spring, or he might convert to a wide receiver. Has he taken visits anywhere? Um, no, he has not. Oh, okay. Is, is he a senior this year? 
Emory? Yeah, yeah. He's a senior. So, if he he don't win it, he's going to transfer portal. Yeah, that's what I think. But the way they did interview with Emory and the way he talked was that uh, he had unfinished business and he's not going to give up on Florida, even though some of the fans, um, me included, kind of gave up on him. Um, He got uh, real toxic messages from fans, which – We'll talk about more toxic fans when we get to basketball later on. But uh, who knows? All fan bases have them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, we, yeah. we'll definitely get into that. So, we're going to trim over our men's basketball updates, and we're going to come back, and we're all going to talk about it as a group. But uh, we played Texas A&M Thursday. We lost that first round of the SEC tournament. Florida ended up not making the tournament. Shocker, shocker. We are in the <laughs> NIT tournament we face. Is it Iona? Um, I'll be, be surprised if we make it out of the first round, to be honest with you. <laughs> the women's on a little bit brighter side with a, a lot of sadness at the end is um, they get the second round of the NCAA tournament. They're going to play the UCF, but we are without our star, Kiki Smith. She is due to a knee injury. Uh, we have not been updated on what it is. Probably ACL, MCL tear. I mean, she tweeted out hours after the last game of the season that she was done as a Gator, which that's probably what it means. You know, if it's a meniscus tear, she could probably play through it. But ACL, MCL tear, that's that's the end of it. That's There's no – unfortunately. Uh, the women's gymnastics, uh, they did a little small tournament for the Guild of Nationals. They, on March 11th, they played a triple header versus North Carolina State. Rutgers and Pennsylvania all wins. Uh, then the SEC championships start the 19th. The softball team started their SEC battle against Mississippi State with a win 8-4. Uh, to on the 13th, then a loss 0-1 to one on the 14th, but come back with a win on the 14th with a 3-0. and uh, We play Stetson on the 16th, and then we go to Texas A&M on the 18th for a three-game series. Baseball is we played Jacksonville. We won 1-0. Then a whole bunch of games got postponed. But then we ended up playing Stetton, uh, Stetton Hall, not Stetton, Stetton Hall on the 12th with a win, 11-9. Then turned around and lost to them 4-6 to six for Stetton Hall's first win of the season. Um, if that proved anything, it was that the Gators don't have a confirmed uh, three-game starter. We need to find someone on that uh, the third game. We've tried a couple people. No one's worked out, so hopefully we'll get it uh, figured out. Uh, On March 15th, we play FSU, and then the 18th starts SEC play against Alabama with a three-game series. Uh, All right. Um, Go ahead, Mikey. I'll start off with the uh, women's team, uh, basketball. They uh, got the four seed. They open play Saturday against Buffalo. Don't know anything about Buffalo. Uh, just know we got a four seeds. <laughs> I'm I'm not as diehard of a women's <laughs> basketball fan because I 
don't want to sound sexist or nothing. I just it's just hard to watch, but I will watch it <laughs> once it gets to the uh, final four, especially if Tennessee's in it. Tennessee's in it. I don't give a crap. So yeah, they they play. I don't know. It's like a, a slower game, and it, it is. And it dun- is. dunking just is, makes a game more interesting. <laughs> you would you wouldn't think that watching it, but it really does. Yeah. Also, I forgot to mention that the girls' basketball team for Florida is a 10 seed. Sorry, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> you're good. I, uh, as far as the softball goes, they're on a 10-game win streak. They beat Memphis last night, and they play open SEC play against Missouri, which Missouri, depending on what poll you looked at, was 8th or 14, and they swept them, beat them. Uh, I think they played a doubleheader because of the snow in Missouri or whatever, but they did beat them, so they're 2-0 in SEC play. They Moved up two spots in the poll. They're 14th now uh, as far as the their ranking goes. So they seem to be clicking, which they've played an extremely hard schedule. I think if I was looking at it, I think their six losses, all all the teams are ranked in the top 25, and most of them's in the top 10. So hopefully that bodes well for them when it gets to the uh, SEC schedule because SEC is loaded like in every sport. As far as baseball goes, I got to attend my first baseball game in probably 10 years. My son was in middle school the last time we actually went to a Tennessee baseball game. So tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> they, uh, they played Eastern Kentucky, which that ain't a real strong team. They come in with 11 and six record and Tennessee won seven to one. Trey nice. Lipskin contended his tear. He hit two bombs, hit a two run shot in the first and his next step back hit a, a grand slam so wow so he basically scored all, all the runs just the yeah. <laughs> yeah he's got I, I think he's tied for the nation and with the kid from lsu barry with eight homers on the year so he is absolutely and the crazy thing is this is his first year starting he's a senior he's waited this time he's been by which he's played behind two all-americans nick senzel which was the second round or second pick in the whole draft Jeez. uh two years ago so he's he's bided this time and uh He's, he's going to make him some money if, if he keeps it up, so, which the competition ain't been real strong, but he's producing. So I think he's got, I want to say 30 something RBIs already. And they're, they're 16 and one on the year. They open SEC play this weekend at home against South Carolina. South Carolina is usually pretty stout, but this year I don't know what they got. They ain't ranked. And the baseball polls, as far as they go, there's, I think they use like six polls. Tennessee looks at the, the poll they use, they're ranked second in the nation. But all six polls, I think the lowest they're ranked is nice. So whichever poll you use, they're a top ten team. They should be getting their stud back, stud pitcher back, hopefully this weekend. Uh, Vitello said in an interview that he'd been throwing from the mound, so he's making progress from his arm. I think he had a shoulder or arm soreness, so they didn't want to rush him back. But he he's supposed to be back this weekend, so – that should just be another weapon on the mound that which we got a loaded mound. The kid pitched, uh, we got to see him pitch. The reliever threw 102 last night, hit it twice on the gun. So <laughs> that dude can flat out throw it. He's got his his stinking change ups, 92-93. So that's most teams. Well, the team they played last night, their fastest pitcher threw 93, and that was that kid's change up. So they're loaded. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but it'll all come to SEC. I mean, if I think the SEC baseball, I think 
out of the top 10, I think there's like five or six teams in the top 10 in baseball. So yeah, like every sport, they just dominate in the rankings and hopefully in the uh, <laughs> world series and whatnot, but that, that wraps it up. We'll get into basketball. I got quite a bit to say about that when it comes up. They did get a three seed, won the first SEC championship, or actually it's the second in my lifetime, but the first time I was one and uh, wasn't Tennessee fans. So I won't, won't get into that, <laughs> but super excited for that. But uh, they got a three seed and they open play tomorrow against Longwood, which is the smallest team in the tournament. So hopefully that hopefully <laughs> they that probably could light it up from three and on my luck, they'll they'll hit everything to throw in. So but we'll get into that later. So that's it on the Tennessee side. Robert. I just took me a moment there to get unmuted. <laughs> Struggle bus. I thought I was saying you're uh, throwing up for all the Tennessee talk, but yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I had to get it. I, you know, I gotta I gotta take a moment to purge myself during all this Florida and Tennessee nonsense, you know. I'm like the whole time I have to be looking at Georgia stuff just to to keep myself in a, in a positive mindset. You don't you don't hear one word we say uh, you, you're focused on your Georgia stuff. <laughs> yeah, no. Um so I mean I'll I'm gonna save the best for last and, and talk about what's going on with football last, but uh basketball they they were one and done in the SEC tournament against Vanderbilt. Everybody saw that coming. Who who follows basketball at all? So okay. <laughs> well, against like Scotty Pippen said, we'll, Jr. We'll 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 talk about all the, the basketball uh later there. But um uh the baseball team is ranked uh 20th. Uh they're one of eight teams, I think, from the SEC that are ranked in the top 25. Uh, you know, not not breaking that top ten or or anything, but uh, they're they're uh, they're okay. I mean, they're not terrible, but um, they uh, <clears throat> just uh, after the two game loss they had to Georgia Tech, they lost one to Georgia Southern, and since then uh, they've been okay. I guess I, I'm. I, I'll tell y'all, it's hard to to follow the the baseball um, because I I can't get alerts like through uh, through Bleacher Report or even ESPN. So unless like I'm ahead of it, you know, and knowing what's happening, I'm, you know, I, I don't know until I'm like, well, let me check this. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, but uh, <laughs> they do start a SEC play this weekend against Mississippi State, um, and then they play Georgia State again, and then do another three games against. Uh, Kentucky uh does look like though the month's going to finish off against Florida that should be uh interesting I'll try to actually make an effort to watch that one <laughs> please uh, do so uh let's see the other two in uh softball um the women just lost uh, a tough game it looks like against let's see here it, it didn't look good what I saw um oh yeah three to 12 against Georgia Tech so Apparently Georgia Tech's all, all bats and balls, not not so much the football, but <laughs> that's uh that's all right. And then on Sunday they lost to South Carolina. So um I, I don't I don't know how the rankings work for softball. I did just try to look Georgia up and it was like Georgia's ranked number nine. And I was like, that doesn't seem right with uh <laughs> with with three losses and or I'm sorry, four losses. It's about like, uh, it's about the same as women's basketball. They don't update it for two weeks, and they're like, we'll just jumble all this together and uh-huh. tell you. Yeah. Um, but for the uh, women's basketball team, uh, they did make the NCAA tournament, trying to show the men how to actually play basketball <laughs> or coach, whatever you want to 
take whatever you want to pick. But uh, they got a number six seed in the – gosh, I'm not even going to try to pretend what region I know they're in. But <laughs> they don't uh, – they're either going to play uh, Dayton or DePaul, I believe. Um, they have a play in tonight, I think, to or tomorrow to to see who plays on Friday against them. Uh, and should they win that, then they'll face the winner of, I believe, Iowa State, UT Arlington. Is what I saw. But you know, what, I haven't been watching basketball. So on to the the most important stuff: uh, <clears throat> some good old football. Uh, <clears throat> I. Let's see. So I just want to throw out real quick, just some some quick uh, stats and facts for the uh, any stats and haters out there. If there's any still lingering, I know yeah, there are. I hear I hear about it just about every time uh, I try talking Georgia football with another buddy. He tells me Stetson's garbage and not a good quarterback. So let me tell you this: uh, not only is he going to be a veteran starter, last year he was fourth nationally in pass efficiency, pass efficiency, and third in QBR. I mean, that's that's not a bad quarterback. Come on now. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> one uh, one hopeful prospect that uh, we had come to the team last year but didn't play uh, was Arik Gilbert. Uh, he was a touted recruit that went to LSU initially, uh, but then he transferred out and came to Georgia. But before the season even kicked off, he um, he went and sat out uh, for the season. Uh, I think it was possibly emotional health or something like that, or just personal is, is what it was listed as. But um, people are saying that he's looking good and the, the team's looking good. Hey, do you know if that affects your their availability? Sitting out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think you have to use a red shirt, don't you, if you sit out? I don't know about the transfer thing now. I mean, it's Ooh, complete chaos. That's a question. I, I, don't, I don't keep up with the, with the legalities of, of – anything i just only when i find out that you know team's in trouble am i like oh let's let's pay attention now but no i, I don't uh, i don't know anything but um <clears throat> uh, i want to say it does but i could be wrong he, I, I, it, it does it does look like he he is going to be a full participant in in spring ball though um he was awarded the uh student athlete of the week uh this past week along with our uh one of our early enrollees, uh, Gunnar Stockton, who was a QB who recruited to us or that we recruited. <clears throat> uh, let's see who else we got here. But uh, with, with Rick uh, Gilbert coming back, um, it's, uh, it's pretty helpful because uh, not only is Brock Bowers out uh, for spring ball, we just found out that Darnell Washington, um, big man, tight end, who uh, caught an amazing touchdown in the SEC championship game, uh, he's out for, for spring practice with a lower leg injury. Uh, Rion Davis is out with a quad. Um, Samal Mondin is out with labor, <clears throat> labrum surgery, uh, and Tyke Smith is not going to go through spring ball at all. Uh, some of our our signees are also not playing during spring ball due to injuries. Uh, Bear Alexander, Jacob Hood, CJ Madden, Griffin Scroggs, and CJ Smith. Uh, they're limited or out due to their injuries, but uh, those we, we, we won't be seeing those guys more than likely. And uh, we do have 19 early enrollees playing for spring ball, uh, just like Florida. Ours had started yesterday. I'm looking forward to some more updates. I did not get to catch up on everything today, but, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of where we're at with, uh, with the Georgia football. Tennessee's football for spring practice don't start till this coming Monday. They're out on spring break this week, so <laughs> – 
they ain't good. They're, they're all hyped for watching the, the NCAA tournament. While, while, our, while our teams are, are moving on in their sports, you know, <laughs> Tennessee, Tennessee's got to celebrate as a school. That, I mean, that, yeah. Anyway, so should we just go into basketball now? Yeah, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> tell, us, tell us about Tennessee's run of a lifetime. They got, well, that's just retirement. You would think there was a three before the damn SEC tournament ever started. So I'm already going down the rabbit hole. So there's a three. The crazy thing is Kentucky was on the two line, and if Kentucky would have won the SEC tournament, there was they was talk that they would have been a one seed. Well, Tennessee dispatched Kentucky, uh, beat them for the second time this year. They beat them two out of three head to head, and uh, come selection time, which Joe Lenardi has absolutely zero to do with the committee uh, or that, but I mean he's got Tennessee fans pissed off because. When they asked him, Reese Davis and all them on the college game day was asking him why Tennessee didn't move up because everybody on game day was saying Tennessee should have, at the worst, been the best two seed and quite possibly uh, the last one seed on the tournament. And the <laughs> committee didn't move them at all. In fact, they wasn't even the number one three seed. They was the number two three seed behind Wisconsin. So, they pretty much said the tournaments don't mean nothing except for automatic bids for teams that, that it don't really improve your seed, which is bullshit. Because they obviously said Kentucky was playing for a one seed if they had won the tournament. So, but they are three seed. I like I like their matchup. They played their side of the brackets. Arizona's the one seed, which they played them earlier in Knoxville, which granted it was a home game and all that, and Tennessee beat them. But the two seed in their region is Villanova, which they played them. I think it was the third game of the year, and Villanova pretty much waxed them. But we're a totally different team now. We're probably, which I'm, might be biased, but us and I was probably the two hottest teams going into the tournament. So I'm excited. I, I, I think as far as the two and three seed goes, uh, there ain't a whole lot of difference, but there is just on the perception point that they should have been. They picked two Big 12 schools, which Big 12 been a decent conference, but for the most part, Big 12 and SEC is looked at as the two top conferences, and uh, the Big 10 ended up getting the most teams in with nine. Texas A&M got the snub. They've been hot lately. They made it all the way to the championship game, knocking off a two-seat Auburn. Uh, I think they opened beating Florida, didn't they, RJ? Yeah, they um, – did we split the series? I don't know. You might have. Yeah, because we beat you last time. I think y'all beat us the first time. So, I think we split the series. Unless I'm thinking of women's basketball. Women's, I think, because I think we just played y'all once. Okay, yeah, he then, was yeah, asking yeah. you. He was asking you about A&M. If, if, did A&M, yeah, A&M uh, beat, snub, beat Florida, didn't Florida. They? Oh, yeah. In the, yeah, tournament, the tournament. In the tournament. Yeah, they beat us in the regular season by one – and then overtime in the SEC tournament. Well, that, that helped you. That kept Florida out of the probably the well. Hell, it kept A and M. A and M had twenty two wins and did not make. Was it twenty three wins? Twenty three and twelve. And a team like Michigan got in at seventeen and fourteen. Uh, Rutgers got in at eighteen and thirteen. And uh, I don't know. They got ripped on social media and. The bad thing about this whole – I don't know if y'all y'all need to get on there and watch Bud, Buzz Williams. A&M made – he's A&M's coach. He uh, had opened his NIT. They beat Alcorn State, I think, in their first game yesterday. He opened his press conference with a – it's roughly seven, eight-minute uh, thing 
pretty much saying the committee success uh, for some of them and all that. So definitely need to, if y'all get on there and watch it, it it's well worth the watch. Yeah. And you, the committee's response is that, I mean, they didn't respond, but yeah, they yeah. basically, they basically said it was because they didn't win you know, they lost their last eight and yeah. nine games, but they had a winning record. They had over, you know, the quote unquote 20 game threshold that's supposed to be, you know, uh, the curve. Yep. And then they went, what, three deep in the tournament? Yeah, made it the championship game. The Oh, so they played y'all in the championship. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They beat so, Auburn and Kentucky, didn't they? Or did y'all beat Kentucky? We, we beat Kentucky. Who was it? Okay. Yeah. They beat, I think they beat Florida. Then they beat, was it Arkansas? No, Auburn was their second game. Yeah, beat Auburn then Arkansas. Yeah, that's what it was. Beat Arkansas to get to the championship, which Arkansas is a four seed, I think, maybe. Yeah, that's that's mind blowing in my it is. And then then they come out and say tournaments, they don't even really look at that. <laughs> so it's it's mind blowing. And Duke, which is probably my least favorite basketball school, I cannot stand them. Got a two seed, and if you look at the metrics, which what they always talk about, they go by metrics. Tennessee smokes them in everything. I mean, Tennessee had they played the most quad games. They had eighteen games against quad one. They went eleven and seven, and then I think Duke they only played maybe eight quad ones. Here I got it right here. Duke's net was thirteen, which is they, they look at Ken Palm. They was twelve. Their strength of schedule was sixty seven. They had six quad one wins, had four quad two to quad four losses. Now, Tennessee, which is a three seed, their net was eight compared to 13 for Duke. Ken Palm, seven. Duke was 12. Their strength of schedule was fourth to Duke, 67. Quad one wins, Tennessee had 11. Duke had six. And quad two, four losses, Tennessee had zero. And Duke had four. And Duke got the two seed because of the damn name on their chest. Yeah. It sounds like Notre it's Dame. It's all about football. money, which we know NCAA is all about money. That's not they don't give a piss about the student athlete. It's about making the money. Yep, and Duke is good for money. Yep, <laughs> exactly. It's Coach <laughs> K's last season too, so I guess it makes for a better storyline and all that. But they could not legitimately uh, Lenardi, which he's got some kind of connections to somebody in the committee because his whole stance was they was talking like Tennessee wins the tournament, they're going to be in play for a possible one, definitely a two seed. And then Lenardi comes on there after before the selection show and said he ain't moving Tennessee off the three line. So they knew before the tournament even started it didn't it wasn't going to matter what Tennessee did. It would only mattered if Kentucky, which is another blue blood. Yeah, so it's, it's it's frustrating. But I mean you got to play the games. It's just nice to have the higher seed because it makes your path a little bit easier. <laughs> right. Y'all need to take that disrespect and run with it. That's that's pretty much what Barnes said. Barnes said, which the officials, I think officials too, too, but they said the committee should have to take a Q&A from, like, the guys on game day. Usually their committee goes on game day after selection and they talk about some of the snubs, what made their decision and all that. They did not talk at all to game day this year. It's just It just is what it is. And it's ADs from other schools. I can't remember how many it is, but. They obviously ain't watching basketball year-round. They, they need to reevaluate how they pick the teams, I think. I mean, it needs to be people that follow basketball, not just ADs that's worried about the money. Yeah. Uh, thank goodness uh, 
uh, Strickland, our AD, got off the the committee last year, and he, it was it was because of that reason. He's like, he's like, you know, people that get snubbed and get cut out of the the tournament that should be in it is just it destroys the game. And he didn't want to be a part of it anymore. Moving on, we'll we'll, we'll you talk. hear that? Go dogs, go dogs. <laughs> we'll go to mine and Robert's uh, finishing points on basketball. So after the Florida Gators did not make the NCAA tournament, uh, not even three days later, we get told he is going to the Georgia Bulldogs, um, which. It turns out, I mean, in the end, you want to look at it at a wide view. It's good for both sides. Uh, Florida didn't have to pay $8.7 million to get rid of them. And on top of that, Georgia paid us another $1.25 million to take them off our hands. So it, it turned out real good for Florida. Uh, it's a new start for Florida. It's a new start for Georgia. It's a new start for Mike White. Uh, Robert, you want to give your quick thoughts on it, and then I'll go into a little bit of his past and um, what I I expect him to do. Damn, I was hoping I'd go last so I could get like that that last final jab in, but you know that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I can go. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, just just what I I've uh, looked up briefly. I'll, I'll say uh, as soon as I I found out because it was like the next day after we we did the podcast that um, Tom Crean had gotten fired, and uh, was like, ooh, you know. So I started listening in on you know like who could be you know coming there next and um, a name that popped up that like a lot of Georgia fans had seemed excited about was uh, Jonas Hayes he's a former player and former assistant coach I think at Georgia but he's a current assistant coach at Xavier Uh, that obviously did not happen Um, I I heard a couple other coaches names I I, you know because I don't keep up with basketball they they don't ring a bell but Jonas Hayes was was a big one that um, that had uh, resonated but uh I was coming home um, from dropping a granddaughter and, and mother-in-law off at their house. And when I saw like text from, from both y'all and I see the alert too from Bleach Report, like <laughs> UGA <laughs> hires Mike White. And I was like, really? Like, what the heck? So, you know, obviously you got to give time for, for things to develop and stories to, to be put out and all that. But um, just, just briefly what I've, uh, oh shoot, my phone locked on me. All right. So briefly what I found out about Mike White. Uh, he was a player at Ole Miss, um, helped them win, was it their first national title? I think so. I think. I don't know. He, but he left in 2004. Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry. He played in the, the late 90s. Um, yeah. He started coaching <laughs> at Ole Miss in, in 2004 until 2011. Uh, then from 2011 to 2015, he went to uh, Louisiana Tech. And uh, then from 2015 to 2021, he was at Florida. Um Interesting stat that I heard about uh, the Florida team this past year was that they were uh, 256 in uh, time of possession, which mm-hmm. uh, uh, that 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 doesn't sound sound too good. That's not you know. Hey, <laughs> I, I I don't re- keep up with basketball a whole time, but I, I know if if you're not holding the ball for a long time, or <laughs> or you know if it, on the flip side, if you are holding it for a long time and not getting points, that doesn't that doesn't help. But yeah, go ahead. Remember that number here in a second. Um, uh, you got any more to add? 
I, oh yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, another thing, uh, this is a name you probably resonates with you. Uh, Pat Dooley, uh, he's a writer, a big writer for, yeah. for Florida sports. Um, yep. He he came out and said that uh, that Mike White was um, kind of getting. Uh, I don't yep. I don't want to misquote this, but like pretty much essentially the the trash fans of Florida basketball fans. Let me rephrase that: the trash basketball fans got to be too much and no uh, yeah it's, it's we're, in we're every demanding. sport every sport has it you <laughs> oh, can no, say, you can say yeah. the trash that's yeah. trash fans of florida <laughs> but, i will i will let you say it it's true I, and i will reiterate on the here in a second go ahead but um no so uh there there was no it it, it wasn't like florida was going to fire him from what i heard um but then no, there's we uh, owed him way way too much money <laughs> your um your lead writer for the associated press i can't remember his name um I, I had heard him talk about, I think it was the beginning of this year or, or the end of last year's basketball season. Um, he said that there, there's no way that Mike White would be without a job, that if he were to leave Florida, he, he would more than likely stay in the SEC because uh, he would be coveted by another SEC team. Obviously, you know, everybody wants the, the former player to come back to their school and, and play, but I guess Ole Miss's coach is okay right now. I, I don't really know. But, oh, he's, um, he's garbage. So, it was a shock uh, so, that it was a shock that he didn't get fired. Um, so obviously, you know, we, we signed him. Um, but uh, one last thing that I did, uh, that I did hear that I found really interesting. And, and this is a direct quote. Um, so I, I mean, it must be true, <laughs> but uh White's Florida program uh, was the only one in the SEC to make the previous four NCAA tournaments before the season. And that says everything about consistency. That blew my mind because I'm like, Tennessee, Kentucky, but I forgot Kentucky didn't go last year. Uh, Tennessee didn't go in like, what was it, 2017 or 18, I think. Um, yeah, go dogs. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, you know, you try to think of the other teams like Bama or Auburn, and it's like, oh, shoot, like, I guess that would make sense. But hey, uh, it, it's, I'm, I'm trying my best not to be, uh, pessimistic at all. Cause you know, I mean, only thing I knew about Mike White prior to them hiring him was just how much RJ talked about firing him. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, he's going to be a little bit closer to his brother, uh, Danny, um, just about a four and a half hour drive away, you know, so, uh, maybe he'll feel just a little bit, you know, closer or something. I the fact that he, he can run a consistent program bodes well. I mean, e even if Georgia only ends up, you know, yielding like 20 wins or something, if, if we can make some tournaments, you know, that's, that's progress compared to mm -hmm. where we were. Um, but a lot of it starts with, with the recruiting, which uh, apparently uh, Georgia is not good at at all. When you get trashed by Georgia <laughs> Southern and, and Georgia tech or whatever, you know, talking about, you know, we run Don't the get in, in basketball or whatever, like, <laughs> you know, that's uh that's pretty sad but um yeah i uh, we, we can only hope for for uh, good things you know um uh if he if he can but eventually you got to draw the line if he's going to be consistently mediocre then then they'll they'll have to move on but you know it, it's going to take a, a time for for him to get uh get going so i don't know i'm, I'm gonna do my best to watch it next year so because if, if he comes to georgia and then like just kills it you know that's extra that's extra salt to throw at florida so i'm all for it yeah see but you're, <laughs> you're, you, the difference of it georgia's killing it and florida's killing it is totally different georgia being mediocre is killing it gators are used to being in the championship did you know? mike white follow donovan or was there a coach between them too 
Nope. Yeah, I'm, I'll get into that. He was the next coach. Um, I start saying it's hard to follow a guy that's won two national championships. Yeah, that's. I mean, ultimately, that was you know he was doomed from the beginning. But yeah. uh, so the last, the last thing I was going to say is is you know much like uh, Texas fans wanted Rick Barnes out so badly, and in Tennessee, well welcomed him with open arms. You know, I'm hoping that uh, the will kind of yield the same results for Georgia. You know, Florida wanting Mike White out so bad. You know, he's like, okay, let me let me go to somebody who actually appreciates me. But watch him not do so. Watch him do okay, and then then he'll probably go to Ole Miss, and then like when Natty's there or whatever. <laughs> I don't know, but that's all I got for basketball. Listen, we appreciated him for the first four years, but like you said, repeat me- mediocrity in the SEC is just not acceptable. It's you know. 15 20 years ago yeah the big 10 the big 12 uh they they all they all run basketball it's it's not that way anymore the sec is is and always will be in the contention now Mm -hmm. so mediocre mediocrity is not not okay anymore uh but back to what you're talking about when he was playing at Ole miss he led the team to two sec western Division titles, three consecutive uh, NCAA basketball tournaments in 97, 98, and 99. And you were correct. It was their first uh, national championship uh, that he won at uh, Ole Miss. So <clears throat> in 2015, when Billy Napier – not Billy Napier, Billy Donovan – sorry, football. Billy Donovan <laughs> left for the Oklahoma City Thunder – he uh, took over. So, like we were saying, I mean, you following a legend. I mean, he back-to-back national championships. Um, I'm thinking he might be the only person to do it, maybe maybe second or third. So, I mean, that's, that's just big shoes to fill auto- automatically. That's like when Urban Myers left. You knew whoever came in next was just – I mean, the same thing with Saban, same thing with friggin' uh, Georgia's Fulmer. coach. Yeah. Former. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, the next coach is just not going to live up to everyone's hypes. So, in 2015, he took over, and he went 21-15. and 15. He finished uh, eighth in uh, the SEC. He went to an NIT quarterfinals. His second year, which was his best year, and – he went 27 and nine second in the SEC and got us to an elite eight. Um, this, uh, then this next season, 2017, he went 21 and 13. He finished third in the SEC. And after this, we never get out of the division. Uh, we went to the SEC tournament, lost the first round. So this is where this season and after is where you start seeing the Mike White effects come into play. This is when transfers uh, were allowed to be a little more frequent. Um, he lost all the talent that Billy Donovan recruited. You know, this is his first season as all his recruits. And it shows. In 2018, they go 20 and 16, which is not bad. It's very mediocre. Uh, eighth in the SEC can't get out of the first round again 2019 19 and 12 tied for fourth that's when covid was and got canceled 
2020, he went 15 and 10 and somehow still ended up being fifth in the SEC, which is wild being 15 and 10. Uh, but once again, didn't make it out of the first round. Uh, this year, he ended up going 19 and 13, tied for fifth. And we are currently in an NIT, which he will not be coaching. Uh, but, I mean, he lived on the high life of that second year for so long. He, I mean, for Georgia, like I said, for Georgia, 20, 20 games, 15 games, 15 games would be, you know, they might start saving money to build him a statue. It's it's just Georgia's, you know. Ten games will be an improvement. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm really, you know, Georgia is an rival, and I love throwing salt in the wound, but I'm really not trying to trash Georgia. They're just not a basketball team. It's just not. They've, you know, they got baseball, they got football, especially football. You know, they got softball. It's basketball's just never been their thing. So him going there, you know, it's a, it's a good fresh start for him, fresh start for Georgia. And I'm going to take this down two roads. So let's say Georgia didn't win the Natty this year. Perfect hire. This is a perfect hire. It's a coach that you're not going to be paying a huge lump sum to. Uh, let him coach for two, three years if he does good. You know, get, keeps y'all, you know, in the 20-win range. You keep them around. You know, gets you a couple of the tournaments. That's awesome. But y'all won the Natty. Y'all got all that extra money coming in. Here in a couple months, SEC is going to get me more money from a TV deal. And they should have thrown the money at the problem. You know, they, they tell you not to throw money at the problem. But it's it's what Georgia should have done. They could have went out, bought the most expensive guy, came in, and you know maybe two three years make it to the the elite eight or something. I just feel like this is what exactly what happened to Florida two years ago when we gave Mike White his extension. We are settling for mediocrity, and it's it's not a good look. Uh, I mean, for I just I just don't see where you know maybe they're thinking you know two three years you know maybe there might be a better coach out there they can throw some money at because this year it's it's really there's not really going to be many coaches open so uh, but in in it all I I think Georgia should have just went out there and and got the splash higher uh, but. So leading that back to Florida, Florida has an open vacancy in a head coach now. Um, we're $1.25 million richer, so that's cool. Um, I really have not looked up any candidates for the who would take his position, mainly because most of them are in a, the tournament right now which we're in the same position Georgia's in is do you go for a mid-major coach? which is what Mike White was, and, you know, that's why we hired him, you know, and hope and pray that they can do it, or do you throw money at the problem? And same thing with Georgia. I think you throw money at the problem. You know, you go out there and get, you know, Baylor's head coach or just someone, throw throw everything you can throw at the wall and hope it sticks. 
And if it don't work, then you go get a mid-major and, you know, maybe in a year or two we get some better option. But uh, as soon as I start learning candidates, I'll start updating and going through who might be able to take the spot. Uh, so what you should expect from Mike White, Robert, is so his as a Louisiana Tech head coach, he played full court press and a uh, up-tempo offense. And what was that number you said, Robert? They were 256 in possession. So that doesn't sound like an up-tempo tempo team to me. It seems like a team that likes to hold on to the ball. Uh, he tried to do it his first year in Florida with the 21-15 record. It just didn't work. You can't do that in a high-powered SEC conference, uh, full-court press. Kentucky's going to throw it to their big man every time, and he's going to dunk it. I mean, it's – it's not a mid-major team conference. And from that point on, after the first two years, he every year he came in with a new offensive and defensive scheme. He just couldn't figure out what to do. He tried the pick and roll. He tried, tried all these things that worked 10 years ago. And I just don't know if he has not figured out how to integrate the new um, – way basketball is played into this to the game um the, that's really all i got to say about mike way i think i think you're gonna like him i mean i really do uh if you look up another pat dooley uh, quote since you you like pulling out pat dooley he he will tell you that mike white is the nicest man behind the scene you know everyone's heartbroken all the staff's heartbroken that he left um, he's just a super nice guy. He, he, he you know, he's never going to get in a scandal. You're never going to have to worry about that. You know, he's not going to be Jimbo Fisher. He's, I mean, he's just a hard, hard working, clean cut guy that will get, I mean, he'll keep you in the middle. I mean, hopefully he can turn around Georgia, you know, not too much, you know, when he plays us, you know, we're still going <laughs> to win, but, uh, I hope he turns it around in Georgia you know, for him, his sake, you know, but, uh, back to toxic fans. Um, the, what you said about Pat Dooley is, is pretty correct. I mean, halfway through this season, his wife and kids stopped going to Florida basketball games because they were cursing at them, not Mike white <laughs> at them about Mike white. I don't care. I don't care who you are. That is, it's just, unacceptable i mean it's that's just not something that should happen in any game yeah i get you're frustrated he's not you know what we thought he would be but you don't curse at people's you know wife child family so he he literally stopped them from coming to the games it was a toxic environment uh scott strickland admitted multiple times that he wasn't gonna fire him just because of how great of a duty is uh, on a final note, I do think Georgia is uh, – they're going to have to help him recruit because you look at his recruits the last five years, 90% of them have been transfers. Um, our top three people that are leaving, Castleton, is it Marion, and one other person, they're all transfers. None of them are – he didn't recruit none of them. All transfers. So that's something you got to figure it out. Um, 
we're moving on to you got anything to talk about that robert i mean sound good to you so <laughs> the last we got two more segments we're going to try to zoom through uh to yes no maybe first one which mike you're going to be the one answering most of these because uh, uh-huh. they're all basketball related <laughs> so me and robert are not going to know a huge amount but does tennessee make it to the lead eight yes no or maybe I got them winning it all, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, yeah. These glasses I, I got on there are shitted. You can't tell, but they are. Now, I, honest to goodness, I think they do make the lead eight. I think, I think their bracket set up will play more than likely Villanova. Uh, I think in the Sweet 16. No, it might be the lead eight. I can't remember. No, it'll be Sweet 16. <laughs> so I think we'll play for them, and it ain't, we ain't the same team. That they played three games in. I mean, our freshman, our season, uh, we're just just a better team. So, I think, I think, I, I, like I said, my homerism's coming out, but I think we got a chance to make a make a run this year. I mean, y'all are peaking at the right point. We I mean, are. I mean, we we're. I think I can't remember. We lost. We're like eighteen and two of our last twenty games, or something crazy like that. So, uh. Yeah, I agree. Robert agrees. He's uh he's having mic issues right now, so he's gonna be he's gonna be uh, letting us know his answer, and we'll, we'll tell you. We ain't I'll got be, much. I'll be shocked if they don't make uh, the lead eight. I, I mean, I will be too, especially how <laughs> freaking fire uh, yeah. fire they've been. Does Georgia have a winning season next year? Yes, no, or maybe. I think yes. Basketball. Ah. Yeah. Oh. What was they six and something this year? So they just yeah, won six, six and, games. So that's, six and that's whatever. Gonna, it's all what you. It's like football. It's like every sport. Recruits. I mean, he's going to have to get the recruits in there and compete against the top tier teams in basketball. I mean, Barnes is getting five stars left and right. Kentucky's every class they get five stars. So I mean, to compete, you got to get the recruits. So if, if he can recruit, which him being in the SEC and probably already recruiting the same guys that he would want at Georgia may play in his favor, but that's a pretty big jump to be 500 from winning just six games. <laughs> I don't know what they return, uh, but, uh, and I'm sure some will probably hit the portal that's there. If anybody wants them, I don't know how many will be available with the six wins. <laughs> but they'll, they'll have to recruit to win. Uh, 500 be tough in the SEC. I mean, it, it's – all the teams, top tier teams, just reload. It's like football, so it's it's hard to climb out of it, especially being a first year coach at the program. So, right, uh, I agree with Robert. Um, it's going to be a maybe. Uh, I, it's definitely going to be more than six wins. Um, oh yeah, I agree with that. He he lost. Uh, Georgia lost to a lot of uh, mid majors that. Yeah. Uh, God, I wanted to trash on UTC again, but I, I can't. <laughs> that, that, that lesser teams should have beat. So I mean, I definitely think it's going to be more than six. Uh, and they were two. They they came from two points against Auburn. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's just a little better coaching, and that would have been a win. Uh, and they played Tennessee, and this Tennessee was hot. It was 35-35 at half. They gonna have to recruit. I, I, you can't go one and what was it one and seventeen in SEC. Well, there's Something several like SEC opens. LSU's job's open. They fired Will Wade. Missouri's yeah, open. But so. but LSU has a bunch of sanctions, so I don't see oh, yeah. anyone too higher up going, no, going no. to LSU. That, that's going to be a mass exit. That that, play, that program is going to be on probation for a little while. Yeah. Uh, 
All right, last year's story, maybe. Do we have a Cinderella story this year? Well, that's uh, as far as I don't know if I got any Robert super said Longwood. <laughs> <laughs> Hope he's talking about something else and not the basketball team. <laughs> yeah, he said but he's no, just messing uh, with you. Um, I, I don't know if there'll be a double team make it to the sweet scene. There always is, but I mean, my personal bracket, I didn't have a 10 higher seed advancing to the Sweet 16. So. I'm trying to look at the bracket real quick. Um, Murray State. Yeah, Murray's real good. That's, that, um, that's they came into the, the tournament with the, the least amount of losses. They only got two losses. So, Yeah, Murray is one of the coaches that we're, we're supposed to be looking at. That'd be so. a great hire. I mean, he recruited John Morant there. John Morant's phenomenal in the pros. So. I think maybe. I mean, every year you have a nice little yeah. Cinderella team get to um, at least the <laughs> the Sweet 16, maybe the lead eight. So, Robert said Georgia Southern to beat uh, the upset <laughs> Gonzaga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would – and I was reading something today, 30-something – 30, 32% of the brackets have Gonzaga winning it all, I think. And that might uh, just be one side like Yahoo or – But I, I think I, I think Baylor's a good chance to repeat. I will – If Tennessee I, doesn't I, beat them. I Tennessee thought Baylor it. would, but they got beat in the first round of their tournament, so I don't know well, what's they going have on with two that. Injured, they have two injured players, so – Are they going to be back? Yeah, I don't know. That's the, that's the question. I know um, Arizona's point guard – I don't know if you get on get on there and look at his ankle, but I don't see him coming back in the, this tournament. His ankle from <laughs> from about halfway from his calf all the way to his foot is like fourteen shades of purple and black. So he has messed it up bad. So looking at it, he's he's probably going to be out six weeks, but he's probably wanting to play. All right, last segment, America's favorite segment, keeping up with thirty two. What is going on over there? Uh, same as last week. Still, still. <laughs> Picking splinters out of the hind end. She, she, they got beat again, so they're two, either two and twelve or two and fourteen. So uh, she's hoping to get some practice time in the outfield. The, the coach thinks she's specifically a catcher, but that was not her primary position ever. So she was always a high school from middle school all the way up through high school. She was an outfielder, and uh, so hopefully she gets a chance to play something besides catcher. She's a good catcher, but she is definitely a better outfielder than she is anywhere else. Right. They got to do something. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's the same stuff every game. I go and watch, which I don't know why I go watch other kids play, but I do. Uh, so go sit and watch that. And then <laughs> uh, we are going to get this. Yeah. I do get to see her uh, hit the bullpen. She usually goes down there and warms the, <laughs> the, the pitchers up. So, that's about the only dirt action she gets right now. Robert Robert says that she needs to hit the transfer portal to UT. <laughs> <laughs> and she probably got a better chance of seeing the field there than where she's at right now. <laughs> right. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to boycott. Listen, if anyone's listening, it's Roan State and Harriman, Tennessee. <laughs> start sending. We need to boycott this. Um, <laughs> Anything else to add, Mikey, before we get out of here? 
Uh, go Vols. Tournament starts tomorrow, baby. Let's go. Y'all got to, since y'all SEC brethren, you got to go pull, pull with me. So, uh, <laughs> go Vols. Uh, if it, um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who else are you in for in the, the tournament? Who, who, who's your sleeper? Or who you who you going for? Um, like I said, I think Baylor might repeat. Like Let Baylor. me pull the bracket back up. So uh, Baylor might repeat. Um, I can't even see the whole bracket. Probably Baylor. If Baylor gets knocked yeah, out, which Baylor. is is a good chance in the Sweet Sixteen because they play they'll play the winner of North Carolina and uh, I don't even know how to say it. is it Marquette. Yeah, that's it. I got uh, Baylor getting beat by Kentucky in the lead eight in my bracket. So <laughs> if we get if they get to the elite eight and they can get their two players back, I don't I don't see many teams stopping them. I but, watched uh, them at all this year. I, I watched a little bit of their game in their uh, tournament when they when they got beat, and they didn't look like a one seed to me. But I mean, but you also got to think two players were yeah, out, two yeah. stars, not not yeah. just two players, two stars. Um. Let's see. I'm looking through everyone else. If they ain't got their stars back by the second round, Carolina could knock them out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think I think that's what that, that will happen. If not, I'm not going to say I will pull for. Uh, oh, I know who I'm going to pull for Purdue. I got you. Ah! <laughs> it's over. I'm done with this. <laughs> no, I'm just messing. Um. Yeah, but next week we'll talk about uh, we'll do, we'll actually run through the six, Sweet Sixteen. You know, the first thirty-two is you know a bunch of one seeds and oh, yeah. higher ups beating up on the little yeah. guys. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll have one or twos that we didn't think would happen in the first round, but it'll be like a five losing to a twelve or something. Listen, like that. UTC is winning the NCAA tournament. I'm calling it right now. I, I figured that's who was your sleeper out right there. That's who you're picking. Yeah, I got, I got UTC. We'll, we'll, if they make it to the Elite Eight, I might have to start go watching their games. <laughs> if they make it to the Elite Eight, I might too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's get on out of here. I know everyone's got things to, we got to get to. Um, yeah, I'm not saying that, Robert. So you're going to have to. You got to get your mic fixed if you want to hear say that. I'm not. I think he said "Go Vols." That's what it, that's what it yeah. looks like. Yeah, it didn't look like "Go Dogs." I think it said "Go Balls." All right, boys, let's get out of here. What? Is uh, that the little ball hand sign? He's got it down to yeah. That's what I'm talking about, Robert. Is that the is that the Gator Chomp I'm seeing you do? I'm glad his mic ain't working. Wouldn't get cussed right now. Right. All right. <laughs> Robert Robert says his uh you know go that team um I'm not gonna say it but uh, uh go Gators go balls uh we'll see y'all next time. <laughs> <laughs>